2: Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, some 41, 30 seconds from Mars, Oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
3: Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden.
1: Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets.
3: But the big story of the night, we just watched an absolute thriller, Monday Night Football, a touchdown and a field goal in the final 50 seconds. We watched the Houston Texans come back from the dead, where the Saints kick a field goal, thinking, "Okay, this is it. Right, This is it. 50 seconds left, a field goal. It's a six-point lead. We're not going to lose this lead to the Texans. 14 seconds was all it took for the Texans to get down the field for a touchdown. All right, A great catch by DeAndre Hopkins, who gets thrown down out of bounds past midfield. How he held onto the ball through the catch and didn't bobble it at all is beyond me. And then the next play was a touchdown pass to Kenny Stills. By the way, nobody hates the Kenny Stills trade now in Houston. And you think, Texans got it. 36 seconds left to go. They got this game. They're winning by a point. And then a funny thing happened. The Texans' defense laid back, allowed Drew Brees to drive down the field. They get that final pass to Ted Ginn, and they bring Will Lutz on the field for a 58-yard field goal. It's a long one, and here's how it ended. Will Lutz, spot and holder down. The kick is up.
5: It's good! It's good! 58 yards,
4: Will Lutz with the game winner! Saints win it!
3: 20 of 28. There it is. Saints Radio Network on the call, and it was as insane a final minute as you could hope for on Monday Night Football. Now, there's two sides of this. Let's talk about the Texans side of this first. Number one, where was JJ? No, yeah, that's Watt? true. He was, right? uh, disappeared. No, he didn't hit the stat sheet at all. No tackles. No hits. Nothing. No passes defense. First time in 105 career games, J.J. Watt did not record a statistic. So if you had him in all IDP league, people are going, Oh, my God, J.J. Watt just killed me this week.
5: Well, because he would have been (laughs) a, what, second-round pick, third-round pick, depending on your scoring system, no question about it. But, yeah, he was neutralized all night. You saw the double teams. You saw the effort. Look, say whatever you will about Jadevian Clowney and his inability to make the stat sheet Move. They missed him tonight on that side of things to at least get a little bit of freedom for Watt. He did draw a big holding penalty at one point when he was neck-tackled on his way to Drew Brees. But for the most part, didn't mention his name except for the outset of the game. What kind of impact will he have? Talking about the changes on defense and mm-hmm. so on. He was, he was invisible. But mainly, they had
3: a chance to win this game. But on the final drive by the Saints... Who have one timeout. Yes, Drew Brees is a master at getting down the field. And the Texans... I don't know that they didn't they, they didn't take into account what they were up against. I felt like the Texans just went to the playbook of thirty seven seconds, let's not go crazy. Let's not allow a Minneapolis miracle to Stephon Diggs down. Let's just let's just play prevent and let's, you know, keep him from getting into field goal range. It's Drew Bleep and Breeze who has made a living at this for years. And you saw, hey, completed pass to Ted Ginn. They're up spiking the football in five seconds. Many teams would run up, oh, it's a big play run, and five or seven extra seconds tick off the clock. Not with quarterbacks like Drew Brees. They get the spike. They get the completion. And on the, fin- the next-to-last play of the game, the final play from scrimmage, The Texans' DBs play so far off the Saints' wide receivers, they were allowing them that catch as long as it would keep that field goal near 60 yards. And I'm sorry, but you have to know that you're going up against a kicker who has made field goals like this. Especially since you're not going to rush him, you're going to allow him to kick it. You're not going to risk a penalty and and make it move closer, because you just saw how on your extra point, Fairbairn missed, but because of running into the kicker penalty... They were allowed to kick the extra point. You know, you just know you so you're gonna allow Lutz to get a great run up and kick at this. So you have to know that this is not a kicker like a Vedvik or someone who is questionable. He's not a journeyman like know. half
5: the teams in the NFL
3: right. have. This is one of the upper echelon kickers in the league. And you give a guy like that a chance at a fifty yard fifty plus yard field goal, he's got over a fifty percent chance to make it. It's in a dome with no wind. The conditions are perfect. You need to have played that defense tighter. So so you stop it. I know. Oh, if Drew Brees drops one in the middle of the field, the thirty yard. You know what? The time ticks off by then. So how? No, but that's shit? it. they, sh- long, sh- they sh- give no them, matter how give efficient them that they play are down the middle of the field because there's not enough time left. Give him that play. By the time they runs and catches it, even if the wide receiver slides down, the time could run out. But they allowed him to that all that cushion on the DBs. So Gin makes the catch at the forty yard line.
5: Lutz comes in and is the hero. Drew Brees has made those type of passes. Forget about the situation for a moment. Those types of passes, that's his entire career. That's what he does. And we're talking about 75,000 yards worth of NFL. Yeah, he takes his shots downfield, but what does he do? Throws guys open, and it's yak. And here, if you're going to let him just play pitch and catch Mm -hmm. for eight yards and the guy sits down... And you're talking about operational efficiency. It's not new coordinator. It's not a new head coach. It's not a new quarterback. This is a well-oiled machine. They know what to do, and they know how to run two-minute offenses. Yes, there are a lot of teams in the NFL that don't. And we see it every year. We watch it on our college football Saturdays, and we throw things at our televisions. And you know who you are out there at every one of the cities uh, across the NFL landscape where you've watched your coach be dopey. Sean Payton's not that guy. No. Drew Brees is not that guy. And those cushions on that, uh, we're sitting here with our arms outstretched going, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? At each, each of those passes, just way too easy. Three very easy completions.
0: and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissle Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
4: What's up? I'm John Wall. And
6: I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year,
1: Offer valid on select AK systems, sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
8: I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: That game didn't look like a week one game, right? Well, I told you, how, you know, look, we're going to get a lot of ugly games because teams don't play in the preseason. We're gonna, And we got a bunch of them. But Dak Prescott, the way he played on Sunday, he is motivated for a new contract. Jerry Jones even said today, it's imminent. It's imminent. It's going to I gotta print up some Jerry Bucks and make sure he gets them. But the yeah, contract is coming. I'll get him a hot tub, lots of things, you know, whatever we want. Whatever. Maybe smoothie bar. You don't want some of that going in. You know, people. You know, kids nowadays they like to have those kind of drinks, kind of like a treat for them, but it's also healthy at the same time. I just like to get new blood whenever I need to. I just got go to. I do the Kobe Bryant thing. I go to, I go to Germany and get in a crowd chamber, get new blood. Eventually, I'm just going to get a whole new body. See, and I'm just I think if they, living.
5: I think if they try to reach Dak tomorrow, <laughs> they should be making a call to Cabo because he shouldn't do anything until that contract well, no, is done. I, I, I
3: get that, but it's not like Jerry Jones. That's they're not. Adversaries. This is not Melvin Gordon and the Chargers. Oh, no, of course. Jerry not. Jones has said, look, Dak's gonna get his money, but is it gonna be 32, 33 million? Is it gonna be 36 million? You know, what's it gonna be? He's gonna get paid. But this was watching this game. This looked like if I just plopped you down and said, Watch this Giants Cowboys game, and I said to you, When does this game take place? You would say this is one of those early December games that The Cowboys are a team rolling towards the playoffs, and this is what teams that good do to teams that are clearly not on their level. They dispatch them with relative ease, and this is what that game looked like, because it wasn't very difficult for the Cowboys. Dak was able to spread the football around. Right, we watch Michael Gallup have a big game. Amari Cooper had a big game. Jason Witten's out of the broadcast booth. He catches a touchdown. It looked like one of those games where a team in early December that's you know nine and three or or ten and two, steaming towards the playoffs. Like, okay, we had this game against a team that's a bottom feeder. The spread is sixteen points, and we're going to very mechanically go about our business and take care of it. And it's going to be a game where we wind up winning by three touchdowns. That was how the Cowboys looked. This is a Super Bowl or bust year for them, and clearly. Even though Ezekiel was a little bit rusty, wasn't terrible, he was a little bit rusty, they blew the doors off of the Giants, who were a bad team, and... Again, I know the Giants stink. That's not going to change anything. But the Cowboys and Dak Prescott being motivated the way he is is extremely impressive. I'll tell you, if I'm the Cowboys, i tell Dak I got it for him to make him wait a little bit. Will you go for 404 touchdowns every week? How bad do you want that contract? Let's say, let's
5: let, let's try to draw it out a little bit, Dak. Let's draw it out a bit. Let's see how you do. Yeah, I think he's in the power position now, unless Kellen Moore is actually going to go back out on the field and run the offense. Oh, come on, yeah, I could throw farther than like Kellen that? Moore.
3: I could throw farther than that.
5: I don't think so. With uh, my left arm. Arm. Sure. Uh, yeah, he wasn't lefty, was he? I'm trying to think back to Kellen Moore's career. But the, the fact of the, the matter is, you I, I underestimated how bad that secondary was going to be. Because those guys weren't even in the picture. Time and again, it was just toss it up. And and look, he delivered it, didn't overthrow, as we saw Darnold do, as we saw so many quarterbacks timing off. Dak actually played in the preseason, Mm -hmm. so put a checkbox next to that if you're keeping score of the good, the bad, and the ugly from who played and who didn't in the preseason. But Gallup running free, the Jarwin back-to-back plays to him, the touchdown, there's nobody on the screen. Like he running by himself, Jason Witten. How do you not find and, and how do you not catch Jason Witten in the open field? <laughs> he looked like me running out there, or Joe Flacco, or Eli Manning. Yeah, only the booth can stop him. That well, that it did. He got paid though. That's his kryptonite. <laughs> hey, he got paid for his seventeen weeks. So you go through and just Dak was impressive, right? Delivered the ball downfield. I, I don't think anybody hyped Michael Gallup more than I did since last year just saying eventually, when they decide to push the ball down the field, this guy's going to be a playmaker. Finally. Well, now they've got him. Well, he was only a rookie yeah. last year. It wasn't wasn't like he was the third-year guy that well, we were still wishing they're, they're, It's for. not like
3: there was a lot of stuff there. It was like, well, he's got to come through. And he was, he was the guy, okay, who's the new guy that's going to come through? He well,
5: waited 16 games. Well, you finally pair him with a guy like Amari Cooper, and you've got some plays downfield, someone you've got to pay attention to. He had a, a decent run last year, some decent stats, but not the game-changer. But Look, overtime still goes back into Zeke's gut more frequently once he's back in game shape. Uh, Four point one a carry and a touchdown yesterday. I- I'd slow your roll. It looked good for game one.
3: Ah, Cowboys was are going to roll Giants. through the season. They're going to roll through. What just watch?
5: Which means they'll uh, fail. Come when. <laughs>
4: the Amex
3: dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel
0: perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan. Trainer Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit livenation.comslash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, some 41, 30 seconds to Mars, Oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
4: What's up? I'm John Wall. And
2: I'm
6: CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three time NBA Six Man of the Year.
1: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment,
7: oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
4: This is Uncanny USA.
3: He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed.
4: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
3: I hate to say I told you so about the Browns, but coming off of yesterday's dismantling. And remember, I gave you as my upset special on Friday night, Titans over the Browns. Things are already really difficult for the Browns. Because what have I said all along from the beginning of this year? As long as things go well, everything will be great for the Browns. But the minute they hit adversity... It's going to go to hell, and it's going to go to hell fast. They get thumped yesterday, 43-13. Baker Mayfield spends most of the time on his back. He gets picked off three times in the fourth quarter when Tennessee takes a close game and pulls away with it. And all the great Browns, oh, the Browns are great, the Browns are great. He had Delaney Walker after the game saying, the Browns are we thought they were. Wasn't that beautiful? The Browns lose, right? Now, this is where, hey, it's one game, everything is fine. But because the Browns want to live 100 miles an hour and want to live Baker Mayfield, everything is a big affront to us and we want to live emotionally 24-7, you get to critical meltdown points very quickly. Here's Baker Mayfield following the game yesterday and his opinion after the 30-point shellacking.
1: Everybody's going to throw us in the trash. I think that's good. I know what type of men we have in this locker room and quite frankly, I don't really give a damn what happens on the outside. I know how we're going to react. I know what we're going to do, how we're going to bounce back and we got a Monday night game coming up, so we don't really care. we ready to go. All right, so there's
3: Baker Mayfield. Hey, all right, here we go. We're ready to go. Everybody's going to throw us in the trash. Everybody hates us. Freddie Kitchens has already talked about circling the wagons and and shouting out the negativity and making sure the Browns are going to be pulling for each other as they get to week two.
7: We lost our discipline. We lost our composure. But it's one game and we're going to be tested. Adversity, you either, you take adversity and you either run together, run toward each other or you run away. And I think we've got a bunch of guys who are going to run toward each other and we're going to be fine. We're not going to change anything. We're going to keep preparing the way we prepare and we're going to keep working. We've done a good job of identifying a problem during training camp. We will identify the problem with the penalties, and we will correct those problems. But we're not changing anything.
3: Odell's going to keep wearing that watch, that $350,000 watch. Everything is going to be just fine. Look, you hear the words from Freddie Kitchens. You hear the words from Baker Mayfield. I've told you from the beginning, why did Rex Ryan fail as a head coach in the National Football League? Because he made every week the Super Bowl. And you can't do that. It's great to be emotional. It's great to be an emotional leader. But you can't live in the NFL 100 miles an hour every single day. You can't li- live through the, the, the mood swings. It can't just be everything is great or everything is awful. And that's what happened. What happened to Rex Ryan's teams? They were about 500. They'd win a game. And it was like we, we just made the Super Bowl. But they'd lose a game and suddenly you lose two more because he made every week like it was the Super Bowl. This is week one. This should be where the Browns say, hey, you know what? We lost. It happened. We played crappy. Not going to happen. We're ready. But now, suddenly, because they want to live that way, and they want to embody Baker Mayfield's us against the world, suddenly Week 2 turns into, oh my God, this is it. This is it. We don't win this week. Look, we got to circle the wagons. We're not bailing on each other. It's been one game. One game. This is why I said when they face adversity it will go to hell fast because this is what happens when that's the way that's the way you want to have a team where how you want to have people acting surrounding it this is there's no hey week 1 we'll clean everything up i'm very upset about the penalties that was this was x y and z it was a sloppy week 1 this is now hey hey guys this is serious now we got to circle the wagons we got everybody we got to pull we got to run toward each other now it's one game it's one i don't even feel that way about the jets as bad as they were week 1 even feel that way, but now the because this is the way the Browns allowed the team to unfold. That now, it's, it's damn everybody else, and if you're not with us, you're against us, and we're fighting a war, and we're carrying pitchforks to Frankenstein's castle every single day. You can't live like that in the National Football League, and the Browns are finding, I told you, this is what's going to happen for the Browns, and they're finding it out now. Week one, and already things are at a critical mass.
5: Well, that's the funny part about it. It only took about three quarters of football to get to that point. Baker Mayfield, under duress we saw very quickly in this game how bad that offensive line truly is remember a week ago folks that didn't see this game and only saw highlights and the final score on the post postscript to it Greg Robinson was a the guy they released he's their starting left tackle they released him, knowing he would clear waivers to come back and be their left tackle. Oh, and then he was dumb and got himself kicked out. So the guy that was already suspect, becoming a journeyman at this point in his career, that you can even put him on waivers, knowing he won't be claimed, get comes back in. He's your blindside protection <laughs> and mm-hmm. gets himself kicked out of the game. You have 18 penalties, so you're behind. You gave up almost two field. Field's worth of penalties, 182 yards, (laughs) 18 penalties, and a lot of those on undisciplined, terrible play on the offensive line. And you saw it time and again. And Baker Mayfield, he'll hold it together this week. He'll talk about the outside. Eventually, the finger's going to start pointing, and it'll be internal. He'll do a good job in front of the microphone. He'll give us more WWE-like speeches as he did there. You all want to be against us, be against us. We'll see you when we face the Jets next Monday night. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's really what he did. That's I mean, so, look, that's why we're ready. We're ready everybody behind us. Who's
3: with me? You can't live life like that and you can't do it. You just can't do it. And they'll find out why. Doesn't mean the Browns are going to go zero sixteen, but when you put you live life, you are a five hundred ish team when that's how you do because the wins are great and they'll carry you through a couple of weeks. But then you lose and the losses and they, they fester and stay upon you for a couple of weeks. And they're they're facing their first bit of adversity out of the gate because this is this is what they wanted. They wanted this. Baker Mayfield wanted mm-hmm. this. Wanted everything now. And now he's realizing, oh, I'm getting what I want. And maybe this isn't where we should be mentally. Maybe we shouldn't be here.
5: Freddie Kitchens, that's where I, I circled it two months ago. Forget about it. I mean, you got a lot of talent at your skill position players. got a bad offensive line, and you've got a head coach who showed you in those comments. He's mm-hmm. already starting to panic because the, the poison pens, I'm sure, were out in Cleveland. And Sports Talk Radio, if he tuned in for five minutes, couldn't have liked what he had to hear about the lack of discipline and coaching acumen. Boop!
3: Danger, 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 panic, panic, panic.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
6: This
3: is the thing about the Patriots. Obviously, two, two things about Antonio Brown. Do you know anybody outside of Boston that when they heard the news Antonio Brown was a Patriot was happy? Because normally, you get big news in the NFL, and it's exciting, and you're happy about it. It's like, whoa, what a great trade. Whoa, I can't believe that. Whoa, like Odell getting traded to the Browns or something else. But the minute I guarantee you everybody heard Patriots got Antonio Brown, it was just, uh, of course. Of course they did.
5: But of it's they funny got it, because Brown. we joked about it in the middle of course last week. Yep, it was the running joke. Okay, when's he signing with the Patriots? As this really got in its in its worst way, right? When was he going to get traded to or get just picked up once the Raiders had enough? And then we had the apology on Friday, right? Everything was okay. Yeah, until oh, yeah. the video. No. He's playing Monday Friday. night. He's, right? playing Monday he's ready. Night. He's going to be. That's well. We what was the uh, phraseology? It's like we. Uh, we're preparing for that or That's our plan. That's yeah. our plan yeah, or whatever that's the, that's euphemisms have you had. Play. And then, oh, by the way, we dropped this two hundred fifteen thousand dollar fine on him. And we and we
3: and he has no guaranteed money left. So of course, Antonio Brown asked for his release. The Raiders gave it to him. Of course, the Patriots wind up with Antonio Brown. It depresses everybody because like, oh well, now they're just gonna win the Super Bowl again, and Brady's gonna throw fifty touchdowns. But I know what I say is gonna get <sighs> I don't want to say more attention, but it's going to be people are going to be more upset than than Norm because it's the Patriots. But doesn't the NFL have to look into this? Because not because it's the Patriots. It could have been the Seahawks. It could have been the Cowboys. It could have been anybody else. But you just watched a player basically insubordinate his way off a team and immediately get to a destination he much rather preferred. Right? And when parts of this story have been coming out about how Antonio Brown looked into a social media expert to find out what he could do on social media to to get his release from the Oakland Raiders the fact that he was released for about 8 seconds and suddenly here's a contract 9 million guaranteed 15 million overall then the next day here it is 20 million dollars we're ready we're ready to invest that kind of money in Antonio Brown the Patriots wanted to trade for him earlier when the, when the Steelers had The Steelers didn't mm-hmm. want to give him to a rival. And this is not about the Steelers wanting to do something that they weren't able to accomplish. This is just setting a precedent that if you're a star player, you can insubordinate yourself off a team and be rewarded right away by going to a team you wanted to go to. Because somebody was going to pay you. At some point, someone's going to pay him, right? Antonio Brown, we didn't know how long he was going to sit out for. When I got the news, the Raiders waved him I go, well, someone's going to sign him at some point soon, and they'll give him a lot of money. And it turned out to be the Patriots right away. Even if it's not an investigation, something where if you wind up getting released for insubordination for this, you should be barred from signing with a team for a certain number of games or from for a certain amount of time. Because People just watch Antonio Brown do it. What's going to stop Le'Veon Bell from doing that after this year? If he really doesn't want to be around the Jets and the Jets go 4-12. and And somebody's like, you know what? I'm not getting beat up. I want to go someplace else. I want to go play for the Patriots. I want to go play. You know what? The Adam Gay stinks. He's terrible. Sam Darnold can't throw the football like Ben Roethlisberger. And the Jets, okay, we got it. And then someone's going to give him money because he's still young enough. It's not like, boy, I'm going to lose out on all of this cash. It's, well, I'm going to be released. But someone's just going to give me the money that I was going to get this year anyway from somebody else.
5: Well, I mean, you're talking about players exerting their powers. They've watched the NBA players do it long enough and finally realize, well, that commissioner disappeared. And look at Roger Goodell of late. No longer hard line. Let me throw the book at you, Roger Goodell. That certainly changed the tone and tenor coming out of uh, the New York offices. Not the same as you get closer to the CBA. And players starting to realize all along, Jadavian Clowney didn't want to be in Houston anymore. Was able to get his way out. Laramie Tunsil, we still don't know what's going to happen with Trent Williams. But Jay Gruden says, well, I haven't talked to him. Yeah, it's, you've set a, a potentially a dangerous precedent that, that now we're seeing more and more examples of guys raising their hand going, hey, I'm done. Le'Veon Bell sat out a whole year, gave up $14.5 million he didn't want to play on the tag so certainly uh a convergence uh, of a lot of these type things and when we're talking about guaranteed money right julio jones i don't know if i can play in the opener and then boom there's this big deal on the saturday so yeah it's it's certainly opening the door i'll be curious to see uh how much of the patriot way goes into this season
4: be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
3: Joining us now on the hotline is a man who had us both in headlocks at the Super Bowl yeah. a couple of years ago. It is Cam Jordan of the Saints as they celebrate the 30 to 28 victory. Cam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Dude, as always, man, how you feeling after that game? Um, sore.
7: I think I had a chip block every time I was trying to pass rush. But that <laughs>
3: you
5: guys I'm still got great. home a lot, though, Cam. I mean, no, he looked God, like I'm, a I'm uh, Halloween villain getting back up every time. Deshaun Watson, uh, you guys got 11 hits on him is what they've uh, given you in the stat sheet. Is that it? Well, that, mean, that's I, all in I, one I mean, of the box scores. Uh, <laughs> it seemed like more watching it on TV, too.
7: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think Deshaun did an excellent job of the way he was maneuvering the pocket. I mean, there were some of these holes that he, he hit to, to get out of the pocket that I was like, yo, uh, I'm looking at the screenshot. I'm like, yo, the hole wasn't there. I mean, um, he got great vision for taking off that part. Um we put on our D line to try and put eyes on them, and uh, I mean the way my D line played tonight, I could be more proud in terms of where we pass rush. We still got things we got to tighten up on the run defense side.
3: Uh, you guys were successful the entire game. What happened on that last drive? It was two plays and 14 seconds into the end zone. It was like a lightning strike. No,
7: yeah. no doubt. I mean um, that's that's gut wrenching. Um, no matter no matter what the score is, you score you let two drives end up with a touchdown. That's something that you have to have nightmares about. Um, I don't know exactly what entailed on those two plays for for everybody, uh, and that's something we have to break down on film to get better from ASAP, because that that can't happen again.
5: Well, I know you're a vocal leader, so on the sideline, uh, you certainly wouldn't have allowed those kind of cushions uh, that they gave Drew Brees on that last possession, would you? You can't stop Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Number nine to go. Hey, what's you, you going on? It, it, tell tell us, Cam, what's going through your head? Will Lutz is going out there for a fifty eight yarder. He's made big long kicks yeah. like this before, but this is still fifty eight yards. What's going through your head?
7: I mean, we know we we know he has the boot for it. Uh, I mean if, if Thomas Moore said a leg, is he's big boot, I don't I don't know what you I don't know what moniker to give him. But when you talk about, you know, his focus and his perseverance for missing, you know, a kick early in that first half to coming in and drilling a fifty eight yarder, that's what you call, you know. Persistence and resilience—that's um that's, that's that layer the focus that we need every time you take the field. And for him to come in clutch like that, it's huge.
3: Do you have a superstition? Something you do whenever you're lining up for a game-winning kick? Something you do on the sideline?
7: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, everybody knows it in our locker room is do your job, and that's what he did. He went out there and he did his job.
5: By the way, you also just crowned uh, two different nicknames, so get those trademarks going. I mean, that's a big thing among sports <laughs> guests <laughs> now, right? Well,
7: Timo T- T- has been the uh, been the leg probably since, you know, before I got there. I think he came in. I think he nicknamed himself there.
3: That, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't nickname yourself? Hey, when you got a big boot, I mean, you know, you got to be proud of <laughs> All right, all right. Hey, have you heard the uh, final call of the game-winning field goal? No, no. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's go for it. Go ahead. Will Lutz, spot and holder down. The kick is up.
0: It's good!
4: It's good! 58 yards, Will Lutz with the game winner! Saints win it, 30-28! to 28.
3: Zach Streif on the call. Who was more excited, Cam, after that? Zach Streif, for you.
7: Man, I was relieved. <laughs> I was relieved. He was excited. There were two different feelings there. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Do your job. Like we've seen him do it in practice time and time again. And for him to come up big like that, that's, that's exactly what you want your kicks to be able to do.
3: Huge win for the Saints, 30-28 Cam Jordan. One of the 47 sacks that the Saints had <laughs> on Deshaun Watson tonight, Cam. Congratulations on the win. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for stopping by.
7: I right, Much appreciate.
5: Thanks for having me. God Thanks, bless. Thanks, Cam. Be good. It.
2: Live Nation presents Concert Week.
1: Right now you can save $50 on Select Battery Tool Sets. Real steel. Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
8: I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
2: work.